Welcome to the Get Fit Babe podcast. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a fitness and lifestyle entrepreneur with a mission to enlighten women. I'm not trying to motivate or inspire you. I want you to realize that you have the ability to do that within yourself. You're not stuck the way that you are. You do have the ability to change. Through getting physically fit, mentally fit, emotionally fit, spiritually fit, and living out a Get Fit Babe lifestyle, I want to help you feel the fire in your soul. I have met some pretty cool people along my journey so far that I am so excited to introduce you guys to, from chiropractors, fitness coaches, life coaches, acupuncturists, neuroscientists, authors, the list goes on. Get ready. Get Fit Babe is bringing you some pretty cool content. your fire. You guys voted and this topic won. So my whole theory behind how to get motivated, how to relight your fire, how to be happy again, what would it be like if we never knew how our fire felt? Because you're feeling like you need to have a relight, it means that you felt the fire before, right? So be so grateful that you know what it feels like to be on fire. Just like when we get sick or, you know, we're bedridden or you get injured, you're like, well, shoot, I didn't take advantage of my body when it was functioning properly. We wouldn't know what sickness felt like if we didn't have our health. So you wouldn't know what a fire in your soul felt like if you hadn't felt it before. And it's so cool that you have felt it. It's just a matter of getting you back on track. If I'm being completely honest, I phase in and out. I It's sort of like a mini roller coaster. Every other month, sometimes every month, I need a little bit of a relay. I need to mix things up a little bit. I feel like I've kind of gone in a slump, but it's those slumps that I go in that bring me back up and I'm almost higher than I was before I went in that slump. So if you're in a slump right now, give yourself grace for being in that slump because It just means that you need to switch things up. I'm going to go through some of the things that I do when I need a relight, but also flip around that negative perspective. I always look at my situations like, okay, yeah, this sucks. There's no denying that my situation right now sucks. Pretending that it doesn't suck right now wouldn't do me any good. Optimism is great, but sometimes you do have to admit that your situation is less than ideal. Sometimes situations suck and just admitting it and just telling, yeah, this sucks right now. This phase in my life, this season in my life isn't great. But when you're in that phase, when you admit that it sucks, look at it as I have to go through this sucky season in order to get to my next season. And that next season is going to be better than what you could even imagine. So I still admit those I'm not in denial of sucky times. I'm not in denial um, of, you know, a pessimistic mentality. I still have those thoughts, but I also have the reverse where I'm like, okay, I need to go through this in order to get to the next phase. So what were you doing when your fire was once lit? I want you guys to sit and briefly think back. Maybe you even need to close your eyes and just think, what did you feel? 
when your fire was once lit? What were you doing when you felt on fire, when you felt motivated and happy and on top of the world? Sometimes for me, it feels almost like I'm floating, like I'm living from my soul. Like I see orange butterflies everywhere and I'm like stopping and smelling roses and I'm crushing out my goals and it doesn't feel like there's a ton of resistance. So what environment were you in? Who were you around? What Everything down to what were you wearing? So I get in these flow states when I'm working. When I'm doing Get Fit Babe, I will sit down and I can work for hours and it doesn't feel like hours. I won't watch the clock. I can go all day designing things in InDesign, going on Canva, being on Pinterest, coming up with creative ideas for Get Fit Babe. And I think about putting myself in that flow state. I am currently in my comfiest sweatshirt. I threw my hair up in a scrunchie. I put essential oils on. I lit a candle. It's nice and cool in here. And I know that those are the things that I need to do within my environment and within what I'm wearing to put myself in that flow state in order to feel on fire, in order to do what lights me up. So think back to when you did feel like you were on fire and answer these questions and try and put yourself in that environment, in those clothes, around those people as much as possible to get that fire relit. And let's just say you're somebody that has never really felt on fire. And this is where I'll challenge you more than anyone to do this next step, but I want everybody to sit down with their journal. And this is something that's in the 30 day living fit journal guide that I'm going to kind of just give you guys a couple of those pages because this is going to be key to relighting your fire. Sit down and list out literally all of your desires. This isn't your goals. We're not going to sit and write down smart goals or anything like that. That'll come later. But my challenge to you is envisioning your ideal life in all of the categories. Some people stop at career and family or material goals or desires, which is great. And that's a part of it. But really diving in and categorizing all of these different desires makes you see your life in all of the different facets. And for me, when I do this, it lights me up right away because I get so excited about what's to come and I want to work towards these desires that I have for my life because you guys, they are achievable. You can achieve your biggest desires. They're not that far out of reach. You can work for them. If they're on your heart, they are meant to be yours. So Sit down with your journal and list out all of your desires in these categories. First is your personal life. So everything from your personal routine, what you do while you're alone, your life outside of your career, outside of your job. Um, It can include relational. There is another topic for relational, but what does it look like in your personal life? What do you want to accomplish? What does it include? What is your environment like in your personal life? Category number two is your health. So what are your desires within your physical body, within your health? 
And yes, that can include fitness and it can include how you physically want to look. But I also want you to dive deeper into how do you want the food that you're consuming to nourish your body? How do you want your body to function? How do you, what do you want your body to be capable of doing? So think about all of the different facets. It's really easy to just think about your physical fitness and wanting abs and a booty, but try and think of the deeper meaning of your overall health and all of your desires for your health. So number three, you can actually separate them into another category would be your physical body and appearance. So what do you want your efforts in the gym to do for your physical body? For me, I did gym and what I wanted to obtain, but I also did my appearance in terms of like what I want to be wearing. My fashion sense, I truly believe, makes me feel more of who I am. I cannot wait until I'm fully capable of expressing myself through fashion. And so that would be a part of my physical body and appearance. I am wearing specific jewelry that makes me me. I have always worn a ring on my pointer finger. And for the longest time, I would buy sort of like the cheap Amazon one, and they would last a year and they would break. I found a really pretty one in Key West that I love, and I wore it on my pointer for another year. And then I just went a full year with never replacing the last ring. And I actually just got this new ring um, from Pura Vida. And I feel it's so weird how much I feel more me with just a ring. So my physical body and my appearance and what I want to be wearing, how I want to look, um, this can include, you know, getting facials and having clear skin or having your hair highlighted a certain way. Just putting those desires down on paper and not feeling silly or judgmental about it. That's what this entire journal is about. It's like the pages of your journal do not judge. It's you and your ego that judges yourself. So when you're journaling, take out all of those egotistical thoughts and do not judge yourself. The other day I was journaling and I was like, oh my gosh, I talk about this topic every single day. My journal must be so annoyed with me. And I'm like, wait, that was silly. I'm annoyed with me that I'm talking about this topic all the time. My journal doesn't judge me. The pages of my journal do not care. It's my ego that's judging me. And I'm like, just get it out. If it's thoughts that are going through my head every single day, I need to just write it on paper. So same with your desires, whether they're you think they're too big or they're too silly or they're too obscure or whatever, just write it down on paper. Nobody has to see this but you. The next topic is what your desires are in your spirituality, in your faith, or in your religion. Whatever you want to call it, if you believe in a higher power or not, you still have a soul. You still have a spirit about you. You still have a belief system that you allow to influence your life. So what do you want that to look like? What do you want to practice within your daily life, within your routine that's going to help your faith and spirituality? So for me, I know that I need to meditate more because I feel lighter. I feel more in flow. I was walking the dogs this morning I got up really early and I was walking them about 6 a.m. And I noticed that I was breathing really deeply and I was noticing things and I was 
not stuck in my head like I usually am. And I realized I need to do more walking meditation because that set my whole day up um, for a lighter, less stressed day. So maybe you're not somebody that's super religious. Maybe you don't believe in God. And those types of things are going to help your soul and your spirit just feel more alive. So you can write things like that. Um, maybe you're somebody who you need to open your Bible. You need to go to church. You need to participate in a small group. You can write those sort of desires down there and say like, this is what my ideal life would look like. I wish I was that Christian woman that went to church and read her Bible and did this, that, and the other. Newsflash, you can be that woman you wish you were. You just have to work for her. You are her. It's already within you. You just have to write those desires down on paper and realize like, oh, this is what I want. A lot of times, you know what you want deep down and it's it's already within you, but without talking about it, without writing about it, you're not going to consciously realize it and therefore you're not going to work for it. And oftentimes women never achieve it. So write it down. The next one is mentality. And this one's huge. My get fit babes. This is a question that I ask them. What do you want to achieve mentally and emotionally? Before we even go into our fitness goals, we talk about our mentality and a lot of the women this time around, because I just launched the eight week fitness guide and we had those one-on-one Skype calls. And a lot of them said at the end of this eight weeks, I want to stop the negative self-talk. I want to stop being mean to myself. I want to stop having a pessimistic mentality. I just want to be confident and happy and not moody anymore. Um, So things like that, like the negative self-talk, being mean to yourself. One girl said, I often joke with myself and say things that are mean to myself, but I'm joking, but also it's like pretty serious. Like you don't know the difference anymore. So what do you want your mentality to be like? What do you want your thoughts in your head to be saying to you? Okay, and then the next one is career. So obviously your ideal career, um, you can include financial salary goals within that, but more so like what do you want your ideal source of income to look like? What do you want that to stem from? Really, really dive in here. And yes, it can include your current position, but do you love your current position? Are you waking up each day excited to go to work? So what would your dream desire of a career, of your job, the thing that you're going to be doing the rest of your life, the thing that you spend most of your life doing, if I'm not articulating that enough, your career? Okay, and the next would be your routine. So I always call this my girl boss routine, my ideal day. I set myself up with this. This is something that I did about a year and a half ago when I moved to St. Pete. I was like, whoa, I can have my ideal day. I can set up my routine and prioritize things so that I'm having a girl boss day. I can go to the beach when I want. I can go to the dog park when I want. I can eat lunch and go to the bathroom whenever I want. So what does your ideal dream 
routine look like? It might not be ideal for you right now. It might not be realistic for you right now, but what would be your biggest desire? And then finances is a huge one. So diving into financially, what you want to pay off, what you want to have in savings, how much income you want to make weekly, monthly, yearly. And then romantic relationship is another category. So your ideal man, and this is something that I do pretty frequently, just as a reminder to be patient. What do I want in an ideal man, in an ideal relationship? What are the morals and values that I have that I'm looking for in somebody else? Um, What am I willing to work with? What am I not willing to work with? So I write out everything that I desire in a romantic relationship in a future husband so that I can see those desires out on paper and I can be patient where I'm at right now. I'm not going to settle. I'm going to keep staying in my lane and doing my thing. And that's because I have consciously taken out those desires that I have in a romantic relationship and I've brought them to the forefront of my brain so that when I do meet somebody, I consider these things and I don't just fall into lust. And then friends and family relationships is another category. So how do you want to treat your friends? How often do you want to see your friends? What friends are ones that should get more of your time and who should get less of your time? Who's draining your energy and who is adding to your life? And same with your family. So for me, this was something like I need to call my parents more often. I need to make sure to call my grandma at least every other week. So writing down those important relationships and what commitment you want to make to those relationships in your ideal life. And we're getting to the end, but material desires. So everything from fashion to your car, to your new home, what you want that home to look like, whether you want a pool, a boat. So any sort of material desires that you see your future having. And then travel and adventure. So what you want to do in your life um, in terms of going abroad, traveling, doing fun things. So that's what I do every single month. I list out all of these desires and I get crystal clear on these things. So when I'm doing this, it might take me hours. I might sit with my journal and close my eyes and have some tea, have essential oils or a candle on and really, really think about it. I'll get comfortable. I'll maybe sit on the couch with a blanket and close my eyes and get clear on the things that I desire in this life. And then the funnest part is funnest word. The most fun part is create a Pinterest board around these things. So I did this at the start of this year and I liked to categorize it by year. And honestly, I know that the things I have listed aren't necessarily going to happen year by year, but it made me feel better when I turned 25 to see like, oh my gosh, I still have so much time. I am so young and I listed out all of my desires, sort of the dates that I 
intended to have children, the dates that I, you know, would love to be married or engaged or have a house. And so I kind of placed those within 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. And seeing it in a timeline like that actually like pushed back, like, oh my gosh, I have so much time. I don't want to have babies until this date. Like it made me realize that I'm in no rush. So I created a vision board with pictures that represented all of these different desires and I placed them in a timeline of years. You can just do a photo montage, just have a little collage of pictures. You don't necessarily have to do it by year, but that's one of my most favorite things to do when I'm not feeling on fire is remind myself through visual effects, through pictures, what my desires are and that it is I am capable of accomplishing it. So that would be my first challenge to you guys is if you're needing to relight your fire, start with the journal and then do the Pinterest board. And then funny enough, I was planning on doing this podcast and this topic and I heard on another podcast that I was listening to, I listened to Lori Harder religiously, her Earn Your Happy podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it is amazing. But she said it spoke straight to my soul. People become unhappy when they do the same things every single day. And I thought about it. I'm like, yes, people wake up at the same time. They go directly to the shower, get ready, put on their work clothes, rush to make breakfast, or maybe they skip breakfast or grab their breakfast on the way out the door and they rush to their car and they sit in rush hour traffic. They go to work, from nine to five, they come home, they make dinner, they sit on the couch, they watch TV, they go to bed, repeat. I know so many people that do that and they're doing the same things every single day. No wonder they're not on fire. They're not doing anything that they love. No wonder they're not motivated and happy and positive. So do something different, you guys. Mix up your routine. I know that a lot of our lives, a lot of our current positions in our career, in our finances, they might be out of our control, but what we do have control over is what we do before work, what we do after work, and the goals and desires that we set up to maybe get yourself out of that position that you hate, get yourself out of that routine that doesn't necessarily light you up. So I would recommend picking a new activity or a new hobby to mix things up within your life I am going to go get a yoga membership because I was feeling like my workouts last month were a little bit dull and my body needs something different. So I started the Living Fit Guide with the girls. I created a new playlist to do throughout the workout. So that's lit me up. And then the new workouts have lit me up. And then I'm going to start doing yoga, which is going to just overall completely transform my body, my mood, my stress, the tension in my shoulders and neck. So I am constantly mixing up my physical routine. And then this is so strange, but I mix up my environment all the time. I am constantly rearranging my room. Um, One of my friends that I just recently met um, was talking about how often I rearranged my furniture. I was like, if you hang out with me long enough, you'll see this furniture in every different position that this room will allow. Like, trust me, maybe every other month, sometimes every month, I will rearrange my room and mix things up. So maybe you just need to rearrange your room. Um, (laughs) 
and paint your nails a different color. Take a new route to work. It doesn't have to be something crazy. You don't have to go and change your hair color or chop it off or anything like that. Take a new route to work. I often take the scenic route. I take Bayshore instead of the highway and it's like probably 10 minutes longer, but I do it because it's so beautiful. I get to see Tampa Bay. I get to um, see the outside of the city instead of sitting in rush hour traffic. So take a new route, make a new playlist, just do something different that's going to mix up your day-to-day routine. And then with that new day-to-day routine, schedule in a passion. So we can be so focused on money, 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 and it can drain us and we can feel passionless and we can go to a job that we hate because the money's good or because we need the money. But then at the end of the day, we sit and we do what? We just watch TV, we just help the kids with the homework and call it a night, you binge watch Netflix, what are you doing? So what I do is I get all of the shit done that I don't necessarily want to do in the morning, in the early afternoon, and it's almost like fuel to get it done is working Get Fit Babe. I would love to wake up every day and just create ebooks and journal guides and fitness programs and the living fit babe planner and all of these cool little graphics for my insta stories and give you guys all these holistic health tips i would do that all day long if i could but i have other priorities today i sat in a five hour long contract class where we went through a contract line by line highlighted underlined cross things out for real estate. And no, that is not where I wanted to be. But I got to the office at 830 in the morning. And I sat in that contract class until 230. And my fuel to get through that class to be present and get my to-do list done was knowing that I would be able to record a podcast later, knowing that I would be able to craft next week's newsletter and do the things that lit me up. So what is your passion? What can you do at the end of the day when all of the shitty work is done to express yourself? Maybe you like painting or drawing or designing things. Maybe you can create an ebook. Maybe it's simply going to the park and playing with your dogs or your kids or going and taking a yoga class or doing whatever lights you up and actually scheduling that into your schedule, into your priority list. So a lot of times at the end of the day, you're like, no, I'm so tired. I can't even think about inputting a passion. Like I would love to do that, but I, I just can't, I just don't have time, but you do have time. It's a matter of making it a priority and being disciplined about your passion. A lot of times by the end of the day, after a long contract class, I'm like, oh, I'm just so drained. I wish I could just turn my brain off. But I remember that Get Fit Babe is my passion. It is my end goal. And I need that outlet in order to survive the week. So sometimes working my passion becomes a discipline. It's not something that always comes easy. I do definitely have resistance towards it sometimes when I'm drained and other things take precedence. But Establish that discipline to actually do what you're passionate about, what's going to light your fire back up. 
And then something that you guys probably have the most resistance towards and lack of motivation for is the domino effect. It is that very first domino that if you knock it down, if you crush it, it is going to knock down all of the dominoes in line and your fire is going to be relit. But this is the one that it's just so hard to get yourself back there. It almost feels like you're wearing cement boots and it is your exercise plan. So maybe you voted on this topic because you're like, I cannot get motivated in the gym. I cannot get consistent on my workout plan. I feel so much resistance. I need my fire relit with my exercise plan. And let me tell you, if you overcome the resistance to get back into the gym, to get back into the groove of exercising, then everything else is going to fall into place too. So this is what the thing is for most women. And I've heard this from so many people is I am looking up random Pinterest workouts. I am looking up random Instagram workouts. I'm going into the gym, not having a plan. I know what I'm doing in the gym, but I like go each day and just like do what my body feels like doing that day. There's no program and no one to hold me accountable and no one to work out with. And I just don't want to do random shit anymore and not get results. That's what I was doing in college. I would literally walk into the gym and be like, okay, what machines are available today? Where is it most crowded? What corner can I go to and like do my own thing? So I would literally gauge my workouts off of how my body felt, how crowded the gym was, what (laughs) machines were available and just like what I felt like doing. Like, okay, let's do booty again today. I wasn't getting results. You don't get results that way. Even if you go to the gym every day and you just throw spaghetti at the wall, you're not gonna get results unless it's actually programmed, unless you're actually intentional about your workouts. So the best way to get fired up about an exercise plan is to get on an exercise plan. And no, this is not a sale. I will shamelessly plug the Get Fit Babe 8-Week Guide because it's amazing and the girls are having so much fun and you get to hang out with me. But I've always said this before I even had a plan. I've always said you will not get results unless you have something that is programmed, something that is systematic and proven to work, something that has the workouts lined up and ready for you so that you're not just doing random things each day. Once you get your exercise plan on point, you'll automatically just want to improve your nutrition. Have you ever been off your fitness game and like someone presents pizza to you or you go to eat out and there's like the burger option or the salad option? You're always going to go with the pizza and the burger because it's freaking delicious. But if you just hit the gym and then you go out to eat or someone tempts you with pizza, you almost don't even feel like eating that. Like your body is craving nutrients. You're more motivated to eat healthy. So your nutrition and your fitness improves. It's that domino effect that's starting. And as your fitness and nutrition improves, your mentality is going to start improving because you're going to feel proud of yourself. Your mood is going to lift because you're getting those endorphins going. Your body is going to start changing, so you're going to become more confident. You're actually going to be consistent and follow through on this plan because you'll have me to hold you accountable and all the other girls in the group. So with that consistency, you'll start to just feel better about yourself, more confident 
more disciplined. And again, the domino effect of all of those different facets of get fit, babe, will start happening and you'll be living out that living fit, babe lifestyle that i just finished the book i am that girl by alexis jones did y'all ever watch survivor when you were little i think it's still on but that was something that my family every single thursday we would sit down after dinner we would have ice cream and popcorn and we would all watch survivor well alexis jones was actually on survivor and she um i think she's like a life coach entrepreneur kind of thing now author obviously but she wrote this book and my book is completely highlighted it was so good it's called i am that girl it is linked in the bio of my instagram i'll link it at the bottom of this podcast in the description as well for you but read that book if you're feeling like you need the fire relit that book will for sure help you or any of the other personal development books on my website, also linked in my Instagram bio. Those are the books that I have read to relight my fire. So something that was true in my life and I heard it from somebody else and was like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm speaking to myself four years ago where she was like, I just have such a stigma against self-help books and personal development. I'm like, yeah, girl, I did too put your ego away because they're not just like silly little self-help. Like I think of the books for dummies. They're not like that. It's people who have been through what you're going through, who have advice from the experience they had to give to you to help you through it. So put your ego away. If you're feeling like you're not lit up, you're not on fire, you're not happy, you're depressed, you're not motivated, then yeah, you do need self-help. You do need to make changes. So why think of self-help in the negative perspective? It's a personal development book. I constantly read personal development books, spiritual development books, business development books. I am aware that I don't know everything. I'm aware that I have a lot to learn and a lot to work on. And admitting that to myself and knowing that other people have the answers for me, other people have been through what I am trying to work through, so why wouldn't I learn from them? I'm going to get through it a lot faster if I learn from their mistakes and learn how what steps they took instead of just trying to trudge through it myself. So pick up a personal development book. And if you had those spiritual and faith-based desires, like I talked about writing in your journal, maybe you need to go to church. Maybe you need to get back on a routine of reading your Bible, join a Bible study. Having that community of women in a Bible study could be the most empowering thing that you do to relight your fire. And then another shameless plug is start this 30-day journal guide. It's literally $12.99, and the feedback that I got from the girls who did the full 30 days was amazing. And the cool thing is... I didn't even ever have intentions of putting together a journal guide. What it is, is prompts, affirmations, and my favorite quotes. And I came up with the idea because I was journaling every morning and I'd sort of share the prompt that I came up with on my Insta stories. And people are like, where are you getting these prompts? I'm like, oh, my head. Like I just, I write and I just put pen to paper and I just go. And I ask probing questions and I'll write something and I'll reflect, ask my question, and then I'll respond. 
And people looked at me and they're like, wow. I'm like, wait, everybody doesn't have the ability to just do that. And so many people have told me they can get out the pen, they can get out the notebook, but they put the pen down and they don't know where to start. And that's what this guide is. It is, I literally flipped through all of my journals from the last three years and pulled out my own questions that I was asking myself and put them into this guide. So it's $12.99. It's a 30-day guide that's like 49 cents, 43 cents a day. I don't know how to do math. 43 cents a day for a journal prompt and to relight your fire. And if you want to do the eight-week Get Fit Babe guide, it actually comes with the basic and the dedicated plan. So you can get a double whammy there to relight your fire. If you just want to do the guide, again, it's only $12.99 and it's linked in my Instagram bio or in the description below. Even if you don't want to do my journal guide, like find one on Amazon, go look through the ones at Target. Highly, highly recommend journaling and starting at that beginner stage. Don't ever feel like you need to know what you're doing when it comes to journaling. It's not a dear diary type of thing. It can definitely be guided and those probing questions are so important to get to that deep rooted issue to relight that fire for you. So then as you're journaling, and it's kind of cool as I'm going through all of these different ideas that I had for relighting your fire, it kind of flows all into one. It's like stages. So you start with figuring out when you most felt alive, when you felt on fire and what you were doing. And then you go and you get crystal clear on your desires and you create a vision board. And then from there, you change up your routine and you do something different. And you start to schedule in your passion and you get on an exercise plan and you start a book. Like it's all sort of falling together. You start going to church and doing Bible study. And then of course, you're going to set up your SMART goals. So your goals that are specific and measurable and you have a timeline behind them. Too often in my earlier years of life, I'm still pretty young, but I would set up goals and I wouldn't have a date. And so it would just be something that I would just throw out there and it would never happen because I didn't have a deadline. So set up your goals and have a deadline, but also tell everybody about them. There's some random ass quote going around that's like, write your goals down and keep them private and don't tell everybody about them and just hustle in silence and surprise everybody. I'm like, who does that? That There's no accountability behind that. I would not thrive. I would definitely not thrive. I would set up these goals and then be like, meh. It's not achievable or I would have self-doubt or I'd have my limiting beliefs or I'd have so much resistance. Like this fitness plan, you guys, so much resistance. I had been thinking about it. I wrote down the goals a few times. And then once I told my friend Alex about this, she like wrote it down in her notes on her phone, the deadline that I gave myself. And she texted me. She was like, hey, where are you at? Is the rough draft done? And my friends in my mastermind group, they I told them all that I had this goal to create the fitness plan and they kept me accountable. And had they not, I would not have gotten it done. It was like two weeks before launch date and I hadn't even recorded the videos. I had the workouts done. I had the plan done, but I had so much resistance every single step of the way that a different friend that I had told this goal to 
would reach out to me and be like, hey, do you need to borrow my camera? Hey, I'll come over and I'll record. And they would not have gotten done had I not told all of my friends this goal and the deadline that I had for myself. So do not keep your goals to yourself. I don't know what nutcase came up with that saying and like things that works. Maybe it works for them. Who am I to judge? For most people, I would say that keeping your goals to yourself There's no accountability there, and psychologically, the science behind it, I'm sure that there's a lot to say about telling people your goals. I would, like, post it on Facebook. I'd be like, yo, you guys, this is my goal. I'm on my Insta story being like, hey, guys, I am going to create this planner for 2020, and it's going to launch in January. You guys, I don't even, I haven't even started that yet. I have to get on it because I have that date. I have that deadline. I've already told all of y'all about it. So you guys are keeping me accountable. So set up your SMART goals. And I would say definitely have those SMART goals go right along with those desires that you wrote down in your journal. And then this is something that just recently helped me through a funk is talking to a mentor or a friend that really knows you well. And I realize as I'm talking to these people, saying things that don't even really make sense to me and expressing to them these dreams and desires that I have for my life that at this point don't even feel achievable to me. Like I feel like a little girl still. I feel very small, but these people see me differently. They have a different perspective of my gifts, of my life, of my passions, of my influence, and they're better able to articulate my gifts and they're better able to guide me from an outside perspective and provide me with those next steps or provide me with the encouragement that I need or help me see things that aren't necessarily clear to me. So definitely find yourself a mentor or a friend, reach out to somebody and let them know, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. There was even a point in my life where I messaged like five of my girlfriends that had known me forever. And I go, hey, I'm really, really struggling. My mentality, my confidence, it's all hit the shitter. And I would really just love to hear your perspective of me. I just, I kind of need you to pour into me right now. Can you just give me what you got? And all of them were more than willing to pour into me and let me know their perspective of me. So you can't be afraid to ask your closest friends for that kind of support. Like, don't be afraid to ask for a compliment here and there. Hey, I'm really struggling. Like, what do you love about me? (laughs) Like, give me some positive affirmations here. Just being open and communicate what you need because those people who love you will give you what you need and they will guide you to that next step and give you their, their perspective. So with that being said, you guys, that's all I got for you today. How to relight your fire. I was talking to a friend and he goes, you know that you're two slogans that you always say. I was like, oh no, what is it? He said, do what sets your soul on fire is something that I say all the time. And I do say soul on fire a lot, I feel like. And give yourself grace is the two things that I always respond to people with. And so 
I think a great conclusion to this podcast would be as you're going through this phase, remember to give yourself grace. Stop getting frustrated with yourself. Stop feeling guilty for not doing the things that you should be doing. Stop feeling like that unmotivated pit in your stomach and stop just feeling bad about the resistance, feeling bad about procrastinating because those bad feelings, the guilt, the shame, that's not going to help you get through what you're trying to get through. Give yourself grace through this phase. Allow yourself to work through all of the emotions, all of the phases. But honestly, if you voted on this topic and you're listening to this podcast on how to relight your fire, you are already coming out on the other side. You're already at that point where you're like, okay, this is the issue and I know I need to make changes to fix the issue and I have this desire to feel on fire again. So what do I need to do? So you're already at that phase where things are about to shift. You're going to take off and things are going to be okay, but you have to allow yourself grace through that process. Be kind to yourself, speak highly of yourself and treat your body and your soul and your mind with grace. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast today. I love, love, love feedback. So if you have any topic ideas, any requests, any questions, feel free to write a review on iTunes. Reviews are like gold in the podcast world. So the more reviews you have, the more viewers and traction your podcast will get. And also, I can get some pretty cool guests on here to talk to you guys if there are more reviews on iTunes. So if you love this podcast, feel free to write a review. I would absolutely love it. And also, in case you haven't heard, but I know you've heard because I don't stop talking about it, but the Get Fit Babe eight-week guide is still on sale. The link is below or in the bio of my Instagram. We are having so much fun. Nutrition, one-on-one calls, fitness, journal guide, the whole Get Fit Babe experience. And I'm working directly with my girls. I'm doing the plan right along with them and we are having so much fun in the get fit babe exclusive community group so if that's something you want to be a part of feel free to reach out to me for questions or just go to the link in my bio and there's an faq page and a whole page talking about pricing and all of that so love you girls hope you enjoyed this and i'll talk to you soon